does that do? Nothing, but there's no coffee in there. That's perfect. Yeah, there's no coffee in there because apparently we don't have any coffee at the house. We ran out. Yeah, it happens. All right, all right. That is a hot cup of coffee. Mainly just the cup. <laughs> Sorry. You ready? Sure, man. About as ready as I'll ever be. All right. And we're back. <laughs> season two, Crooked Paths. Yes, sir. What'd you learn the most from season one? Um, I don't know. One thing is saying like the words that you say a lot. Oh, yeah. You you look back, you're like, damn, that's it. I said that a lot. <laughs> I say that a lot. I even made a shirt for like, it, ultimately. Yeah, and so I thought that was funny that you did that because when, I think that's what I learned. And Shout out, Lauren. I try not to, like, critique too much because, like, that's unfair. It's like, I'm okay, always going to be able to critique you're myself. Al- you're always going to find yeah. things like, ugh. Like, wish uh, I, I said wish you'd this have, exactly. said that differently. I wish I wouldn't have said that. Like, I think even, like, sometimes I look back and I was like, man, I was talking over you some. So I think what you learned. That's just how it is in life. Well, I'm, <laughs> come on, saying. man. Hey, whatever. Anyways, all I'm saying is, I think you learned, hey, don't be so critical for yourself, like to yourself. Try, yeah, give yourself like, grace. Like exactly. we were saying it. Come on, man, the, we're talking about it. We're talking about giving we're yourself grace. It's stuff. like why are you why are you being so, you know, so hard on yourself with this? But it was it was a good it was a good learning experience for us. Mm-hmm. I think individually for us, like we've said, even I think during the season, watching the episodes back has helped us uh, learn about our lives, remind ourselves of where we're trying to go. Um and, and ultimately <laughs> Back to that word. Um, this is this is where these are the struggles. The things that we're talking about are the things that we're struggling with each and every day. Mm-hmm. Which is why season two's topic is not. I mean, it's it's it was a no brainer for us. Fear. Yeah. We we've struggled with fear. We continue to struggle with fear. How we view it. How we navigate through it. What we're trying to do despite it because it's there. It's, it's a constant, really. Yeah. Um, to a certain degree. Um, and, and so almost kind of like this guiding theme of asking ourselves, what have, what have we been so afraid of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had that written down in my car somewhere. It kind of reminds me it's in a random spot, so I don't see it all the time. But when, you know, say I move something or and it I'm stings like, you, you're like, oh, I'm man. like, Ooh, like, remember, don't be so scared. You know, what, what are you really scared of? What's the worst thing that could absolutely happen here? I mean, you can get to death, but then like, it's like, all right, don't go that far. But I mean, sometimes it is just be like, okay, you die. And then you won't deal with what. And then you won't have to deal with, with any of this right. stuff. Right. I, mean, I mean, you know, I, I know that's like a weird thing to say, but you know, so just going through the process, it's, it's, a, it's been a, f- a fun relationship. I don't want to say fun, that's probably the wrong term, but it's been an interesting relationship with fear for me from my life. Like things that I was scared of when I was young, things right. that I was scared of once I got older and like more in the social circles. Like the fear was. It just, it jumps from side to side and then you get older and then you have more responsibilities and say you have, you know, children. Yeah, that like you're, lives you're responsible yeah. for and things like fear, that. Your relationship with fear is, is ever changing, but you know, it's kind of like even the same things we talked about some with, um, you know, ownership of your life, like having certain pillars. You have to have, you have to build some pillars with your relationship with fear. It's like, okay, don't go so unrational here. So it's just, all that to say is being, like I've, I'm probably one of the most scared people like you could meet, like in terms of like how I allow fear to dictate, especially now. It's like, I don't know what happened. I turned 30 and like more fear than ever before in my life. And maybe not even ever, you know, I'm just looking back and I'm seeing moments where I get, like, I know I was scared when I was a kid. Yeah. I just think maybe now the fear feels more real. 
in a yeah. sense. Well, yeah, I mean, um, sure. Because at the end of the day, we always had a safety net, and, and thankfully we had a safety net of our family, mm-hmm. our parents, uh, even into our friend, our friendships and things like that, where people who were who have been there for us in in the moments of great fear and have encouraged us and inspired us to continue to go on. And, and let let me be clear, there have been moments where we've been crippled by fear, and I think that's part of it. Fear fear can freeze you. It, and I, I mean, what, there's like the lyrics in the song you always say like. Don't let fear decide your fate or yeah, something like that. Yeah, never let fear decide your fate. Matt Gett sent me that one day. He was like, man, I heard this in a song, and it's AWOL Nation, I believe. I don't even know what song it is because, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like uh, Either way, the wisdom right there available was like, all right, cool. Never let fear decide your fate. Don't let being scared of whatever's happening in that moment decide which path you end up taking. But, all right, so what does that look like? Give me an example of what it looks like, let, Ooh, letting fear decide okay. your fate. Okay, so I gave this example to my football players. And the only thing they cared about was one aspect of it. And they totally missed my part on this, but this is what I'm talking about. Okay. There's this very pretty girl at a bank that I have to go to every couple weeks for work. And I've seen her before. And I was like, Hmm, it like ask her out. Maybe one time I compliment her. Anyways, all that to say, I saw her and I built it up in my head. I remember I texted you multiple times about it. It's like, I'm going to say what's up to her. It never did anything. Well, one day I went to make the deposit and I drove away and I was like, man, I'm going to go. I'm going to go introduce myself. Like, that's all I was going to do. Introduce myself, ask her to coffee, something like that. So <laughs> I drove, turned around, came back, parked in the, in, the, in the parking lot and was like, started to get real scared. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. What are you doing? Let's drive away. Sweaty palms. Like, yeah, oh, sweaty palms yeah. for sure, dude, for sure. Um, but I'm just, I drive got so out. nervous. Yeah, everything. So, you know, my kids asked me, what, uh, what song did you listen to? I didn't listen to any song, man. I was just breathing, trying to calm myself down. Hey, man, five seconds of courage. That's okay. it. And I told myself before I got out of the car, I was like, man, how are you? This is where I, like, I kind of get guilted. I don't want to say guilted myself, but I was like, this, is, this was the check with me moment. It's like, hey, how are you going to teach your future children how to lean into fear and engage fear and don't let that decide what happens in a situation if you don't practically go through it? And there's been moments in my life where I have, but this was like, all right, specific moment. I was like, how are you going to tell your son? Oh, no, man, it's cool. Go walk across and ask that pretty girl, like her name and introduce yourself and everything like that. You'll be fine. Yeah, everything's cool. And he's going to be like, but you didn't do it, dad. It's like, you know, son, you're right about that. So anyways, I walk up in there, take a couple deep breaths, go in there, introduce myself. Uh, She tells me her name back, asked her to coffee. We ended up getting coffee. It was cool. Nothing ever happened past that point. How, how scary was it after, like, when Not you thought about it after the fact, after you went through it, was the fear worth the, well, that's, the anxiety, exactly. the, so the, the shame, question, the anger, those types of things? Mm-hmm. The, uh, another question I asked myself, one, how are you going to teach your kid about that? But two was be like, what's the worst thing that happens? Yeah. She says no. Right. And then you're like, what are you going to do? Are you going to continue with your errands and then go back to work and then go do your thing? Yeah. And I was like, oh, so my day won't alter really. Like it'll kind of, maybe it would be slightly embarrassing to walk into a bank. And luckily there was no one else in there. It was chill, dude. I was so thankful. But, you know, I mustered up some courage and it was cool. And um, I told my boys about that and all they care about was the girl. I was like, you are missing the point. The fear. You are missing the point. I engaged the fear and told myself, I'm not going to let it impact this moment. So all that to say is like, that's a very like more recent practical moment for me. Yeah, and and ultimately- Back to that word. I'm telling you, I'm gonna. I, I guess it's just. We should like, do a counter at the bottom. Yeah, bing, like a, bing, bing. Definitely don't make a drinking game or anything to to what we do. No. That would be bad. That, that would, would be a bad, very, very point. bad. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm obviously careless with, <laughs> or I use my words, my ultimately word frequently. But for me, fear was. 
I really had to hold back not saying ultimately right there. I, know, I just it's, wanted it's to fine. say that. But the fear, fear, what I found when I would lean into the fear, when I would challenge myself to just stay committed to the action and do the things that I could to go through it, mm-hmm. everything that I ever wanted was on the other side of fear. And the fear wasn't, it wasn't as big as I thought it was. Like our mind is so powerful in putting these, these walls up, building this image, we can convince ourselves. So it would, it would tie back into my value, right? I didn't want to do something or I was scared to do something or jump off that ledge or whatever because I didn't want other people to not think I was cool, which nobody ever thought I was cool, <laughs> but that, that's what I wanted or whatever. But I was so scared of losing my value. And so when my value source, you know, back to that messed up, you know, foundation of a value source, my fear would get amplified. It was almost as if fear would cripple. Like I wouldn't want to do anything. It would, it would, I would be frozen in my fear because I was scared that my value would be dictated by it. My identity would be dictated by it. And it's funny because the moment you change your perspective or you get older, you learn fears that we had, certain fears that we had as a child, we don't have. Like I was super scared as a kid of like, living the wrong way because of this like judgmental God. And it's like, yo, I've, I've had to really work to deconstruct that. But like you gain more knowledge, you learn more about life. You keep going in life. The fears that fear changes. It doesn't turn to fear anymore. Sometimes the fear can even turn to comfort because we've allowed ourselves to be there for so long because we've over, we stepped through that fear. If we actually lean into the fear, it's not as big as we want. Now that's not to say that there aren't situations that are dangerous and scary and things like that. But when fear causes us to not make the decision that we know authentically deep down that we have to make, then we're letting fear decide our fate. Right. We're, we're allowing fear to keep us frozen on the ledge instead of taping, taking that leap. Right. I, I think one of the things, you know, I think we even mentioned the kind of the manifesto thing that we wrote down. Like the, yeah, know, I things, feel like manifesto has a very negative connotation, but either way. Can't control that. Creed. Yeah. <laughs> the things I try to remind myself every day to start, one of them says inactivity breeds regret. And so I think fear keeps you inactive. Fear of some sort of result. We talked about analysis or paralysis by analysis like that. Okay, well, it could do this. And this, action this breeds, is the path. brings clarity. Action does. Action does bring clarity if you're moving. But yeah, so you're like, you're standing at the ledge. You talked about ledge. I love that. Because I think life just continually brings you ledges. Some of these ledges are very easy leaps you can take. Right. Like, oop. Just a little hop, wasn't even that big, but it's cool to teach yourself, hey, even those little fears, you overcome can engage that, that you yeah. can overcome it, you can lean into it, boom, you move on. Some of these leaps or ledges, yeah. it's it, a drop. It's a valley You're going to feel, you're going to feel that. There's going to be some free fall. Like, you know, that, ah, that, you know, that feeling, and it's going to not make you feel great, but. What's that? Falling feels like flying for a little bit. Ooh. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. But you, to leap, you got to know, like, th- those fears that are deep. Like you got to know, there's a lot of courage and action and and almost just f- faith to take that leap. Well, yeah, and and so here's the thing: I think there's a difference between fear and being afraid. Okay. Because fear is a constant. Fear is always going to be there in life. There's there are things that are going to scare you, whether it's losing something or um, getting hurt or feeling pain. These types of things. You know, you have those kinds of fears, but being afraid is where you allow that fear to dictate you. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. So bring, being afraid, <clears throat> excuse me, being afraid is allowing your fear, is giving your fear the space in your life to, to con- permeate. To, to control, to control. to control that moment. Um, okay. There was a season in my life 
that was kind of ending and I was transitioning into another one. And for like five days, six days, I went on a trip where I was going to engage fear. Like my whole goal was to like, okay, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Push through this fear. Cause I've been, a, I'm a, I want to say, I, I don't want to say at my core, I've been really been working on this. I, I'm a very feel for, fearful person. Okay. Um, whether it be, can, I've allowed fear to permeate so much, it really did dictate which way I went. And how you view yourself. And how I view and, myself and all kinds of stuff. And now even, I think now being, you know, just 30 and all this stuff, it's coming back in a wave. Yeah. And that's the whole idea of like leveling up the, the boss, boss getting bigger. bigger. Like yeah. it's not going to ever be like, word, I conquered my fear. Perfect example. I conquered a fear on this trip. You know, second day of the trip, me and my buddy, we went skydiving. I've always been terrified of that. Like, <clears throat> I, don't I still know. am. Well, I mean, but we, we, went, we, we went about it and I was feeling this fear and I just was like, all right, it's cool. Everything's okay. You know, move forward. You know, you're, it, you feel it. You're like, oh, this door is open. Like, I think Will Smith even has a talk about skydiving in Dubai. And he was like, you ever been in a plane with the door open before? Like, that's a real feeling. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. And then you see your friend just slide on out and he goes and you're like, okay. And it's then you go turn, yeah. and then you're like, huh? And then not even half a second after it, you're feeling, you're like, wow, look at how beautiful. Now, we went outside of Seattle. So, like, it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was a, it was a beautiful day. Um, Mount Rainier was off in the distance. It was awesome. So, I mean, I think we jumped out about the height of, it was, it was crazy. But you're, you know, you're just going down, and I reminded myself through that. And even after it, I landed on the ground, like, you know, oh, yeah, my bro. legs are shaking. I'm looking at Mike. I'm bro, like, bro. I can't even believe we just did that, you know? Like, but you remind, you remind yourself. And, I mean, even that whole trip, there was, there was multiple parts. And I'll talk about it probably some because there was just so many examples. But even that, how freeing I felt after that, <clears throat> after that trip, I have allowed fear to still creep back in. Yeah. So it always finds its way. It always finds its way. And so you've got to learn how to recognize it and we talk about we talked a little bit about this last season just recognizing your relationship with your feelings and your relationship with yourself and i guess right. that's part of it's all it's all, it's all tied in interconnected um, that way but you got to recognize okay fear is here is it a rational fear bubble and you go through because i mean and we'll talk about it there's multiple examples because we're hardwired with like a fight or flight yeah we want to survive we want to survive as a species so, we want to survive so like we have to but we also have to understand that mm -hmm. those those aren't necessarily the same, those responses and actions aren't necessarily the same things as like what our soul and things want. Oh, and, for sure. and one thing I wanted to bring up about your, your skydiving story, it's funny, because in the midst of that fear, the greatest fear, you were able to recognize the beauty of Mount Rainier, mm. the beauty of the day around you. Mm -hmm. Like if we're able to stay present in the fear, in the midst of the fear, we can recognize the beauty and ultimately see the life even in the midst of fear. And we, for me, I would almost like equate the word fear with like, it would, it would stem from the word death, right? Like fear is a component of death ultimately because like I would fear death and I would fear the end and there's fear of the unknown and all this stuff. But in the midst of something like that, that could maybe give you a connotation of, of death, mm -hmm. you could find the life in it. Mm -hmm. You could find the encouragement in it. You could see the, the, the purpose in it all, not just for yourself. It's funny, like the other night, I went and I spoke in front of a committee. I'd never done that before. I was so nervous. Yeah. I prepared. Mm -hmm. I'd spent the time. I knew what I wanted to say. And yet when the moment came, I was still scared. And afterwards, it's funny. You said that you were like, got on the ground. You're shaking. Like, it's the same thing. Like, your, your body, 
when you're going through, when you're stepping into that fear, your physical body is not going to know how to handle mm-hmm. or like what to do, but you're going to know that like you're, when you're on the other side, you're like, hey, I got here. Mm-hmm. Hey, I survived. I made it. Well, and you talked about before your thing, like before your, uh, what's the word? Before the committee, when you spoke, you <laughs> prepared, you did some things. There were practical things I could do before I went, you know, yeah. on the, yeah. I had to go to the gas station for like 30 minutes, you know, hey, woo, you're good. All right, now go. That's what I'm saying. So, like, there are practical things a, you can do. What a classy way to say what, that I went to the bathroom. <laughs> I went to the gas station for 30 minutes. <laughs> but, like, the whole idea Ooh. was, like, you've got to do, per, you've got to do practical funny. things, but then you're still going to feel the fear. I yeah. mean, feel the feels of fear. Yeah. But it's okay, and so that's what's so cool about it. But it's also part of your humanity. It like, is. Like, you don't have to feel the negative. It's just like, yo, I'm experiencing this fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I know that sounds... It. Right, accepting or accepting, acknowledging that is there, having the expectation that fear will exist mm-hmm. and not letting the presence of that fear derail your actions, your mindset, right. your habit, your vision, because you expected it to be here. It's back to that solve for happy stuff, bro. It's like, it's like gospel, really. Well, Just sure. And, and we'll unpack it a lot as we talk more about it because we, we start to break fear down into like, we'll talk specifically about anxiety. Yeah, comfort. And, and comfort and all these different areas. The purpose so, of action, courage, um, those but, things. You know, it's kind of even like just talking about ownership because it was it's a constant battle for us every day to try right. to, to try to do that. It's the same thing with fear. It's like this is oh, what's yeah. so exciting is like we know that other people are dealing with stuff the way that we are. Everybody has something they're afraid of. So so I think just even in talking about it, we're going to feel just better because now we like part of it is acknowledging like, hey, this is the fear I'm well, at. What's funny is when you talk about the fear, mm-hmm. it gets less scary as you start to analyze mm-hmm. it. You start to ask yourself, well, what if this happens or analyze this or why am I even scared of that? You know, I've done this. Other. We, so for us, this mm-hmm. is an opportunity to just be transparent with some of the things that we're afraid of and we're trying to navigate through in our life and hope that, you know, there's an intersection for somebody else. I mean, just talking, talking about fear, what scares us, acknowledging it. Um, Hearing it out loud, because sometimes when it's in your mind, it sounds so scary. I can't, yeah, but then I can't you believe hear it you're outside, even scared you're like, of that. Whoa. Exactly. Hey, maybe it's not so bad. So, yeah, I mean, uh, listen. A lot to talk about. It is, yeah. Uh, exciting things to talk about for in sure. the sense of, hey, this is another opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And for us individually and just moving forward in our life, this is another thing that we know we'll have to navigate through every single day. Yep. And we said it before. We'll continue to say it. It's never going to be a straight line. No way, man. It's always crooked. It's always crooked. It's always crooked.